Hello, welcome to this edition of the Inside Scoop. Everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. Cobb School District's bus drivers transport more than 72,000 students to and from school every single day. That's a whopping 71% of the more than 112,000 students currently attending Cobb schools. But despite those big numbers, every single one of those students needs to be kept safe and parents want to know they are safe. That's why it's so exciting to let you know about a new development for student safety in our transportation system. Here to tell us about it is Cobb School's Executive Director of Transportation, Mr. Rick Grisham. Welcome back to the podcast, Rick. Great to come back with some great news. Well, uh, we're excited to hear that uh, you are a, uh, uh, frankly, the inaugural uh, guest for the Inside Scoop. If people want to go back and listen to that uh, podcast number one, that was featuring uh, Rick. And um, so that's certainly a podcast for uh, especially new parents to listen to and and get more familiar with what's going on. But uh, for now, let's uh, let's focus on this new news that you have to share with us. Yeah, we're excited to say we're ready to expand and get into the uh, the on-time modern world with a Here Comes the Bus application for parents, which is basically an app you download on your phone, uh, on Apple or your Android phone, mm-hmm. and you're able to track your school bus uh, and where your, st- uh, where your student's bus stop is located. Okay, so what benefits does this uh, new bus app provide for parents? What this does is allows them to have peace of mind that the bus uh, is coming or the mm-hmm. bus has come, and I can go on to work and know that my student has safely uh, boarded the bus, and they're able to get into a secure login and be able to see that bus and uh, at least know when to expect the bus. And it's peace of mind uh, more than anything mm-hmm. and student safety. Well, I only wish that uh, I could uh, attach a, uh, a GPS tag to my teenager uh, <laughs> to be able to do the same thing. But I guess that's a different podcast for a different day. Um, so the bus app provides uh, location for the bus. What what scenarios would play out that that that's a huge uh, issue for parents. Yeah, that's uh, part of the most important thing is just to know that uh, the bus is on schedule. So what's mm-hmm. great about the app is that uh, they can set up how soon they want to be notified. It's a proactive notification, so they don't have to call in and ask where the bus is. They can actually sign up with the app, and then they can sign up and decide when they want to be notified between a 250-foot area up to a two-mile radius. And I know many parents that are using this app around the country usually set it up with a landmark near their home to get their student out to the bus stop. So uh, they're allowed to do that and then they are notified. Also, the counties, Cobb County schools are allowed and we're able through this app to push out a notification. If the bus, for instance, is running over 15 minutes late, we can send a notification to all prescribers of that bus route Mm -hmm. to tell them that the bus is running late. That's huge. That's huge because yes. uh, I have a student in the Cobb School District and I have some in a uh, an unnamed neighboring uh, school district. They also have a bus app that is uh, a wonderful thing. But uh, for me to be able to know exactly what's going on, I've got to log into that app and then wait a second and then it updates. But you're saying that this app does active push out notifications, right? It does. And we can push out to the parent to let them know uh, the best that we can in live format to, to that the bus is possibly running late. We're looking at right now experimenting with a 15-minute or later window. Mm-hmm. Right now, drivers are calling in to dispatch, uh, and we're det- 
determining uh, how that protocol and how we can handle that to push it out. Uh, we feel like it's just a another form of customer service for our parents and for our students to to be able to know that the, the bus has arrived and when to expect the bus. Because many parents, their workday can be messed up for the day if they've tried to go to work and don't know uh, if the bus has come. What's neat what we're seeing around neighboring school districts uh, when they rolled theirs out, that parents kind of govern themselves. They talk to each other uh, on Facebook and on social media about the bus and reminding parents to sign up for the app. Because some that don't have the app are saying, what happened to the bus? Well, don't you have the app? So we're really, uh, my neighbors are telling me that it's really cutting down on calls to the office, which we don't mind. It's just that when you're traveling and transporting this many students, uh, you can't get the information in a timely manner if you're having the one be the one to seek it out. So we're proactively letting a parent set it up to when they want to be notified on a normal day, but we're also pushing it out uh, from our department to let them know of a, an unusual thing that's happened to cause a bus to be delayed. Okay, so as we are recording this podcast, inclement weather is uh, threatening this area. And I was just wondering, is inclement weather what had inspired the development of this app? Inclement weather and um, other type of events that could happen. I know I was uh, hired on as a director in 2008, and there was already discussion working through GPS companies of developing apps. Everything was kind of a talk, and nothing was being done, and no one was really pushed into that next level of customer service. So we started uh, doing proof of concepts back then, uh, even back in 2009 when the uh, major flood event happened. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, so we were already in the middle of trying to move into a GPS program. And uh, by the time we got GPS uh, initiated, that had been nice to have. But we also were prepared because we did get GPS uh, on the buses. Uh, and then when we had the significant snow and ice storm in 2014, we were able to locate and see where our buses were stranded. In most of those cases, uh, we were waiting uh, around traffic because other traffic kept us from moving successfully. So we had students on buses sitting there. Uh, uh, in the warm bus, thank goodness, for most of the evenings trying to get them home. But we were able to send extra helpers to go find and track the bus. So it was very vital in any kind of emergency or sorry, sorry, emergency or inclement weather event. Yeah, I remember that uh, that event in 2009, uh, particularly uh, the, the flood. I think they called it a, a thousand-year flood. It doesn't happen but once every thousand years in theory. But it took hours to get to the school, and people who had kids on the bus didn't know where they were because buses couldn't get through either. So having this GPS capability to inform parents and, and staff of where the buses are is uh, huge. I wish I'd had it back then. So why has Cobb not been the first one to roll out a bus app? Yeah, good question, because many of our uh, GPS providers for pupil transportation have been talking about it. No one had really developed one. We felt like that was a new technology that needed to be researched a little further. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we started our own proof of concept with a couple of companies, and we saw other school districts uh, nearby and uh, around the country experimenting and seeing success and some failures and trying to kind of bleed through all the issues and pro problems that they had with this. So we had done our due diligence. And we're actually in the middle of a uh, proof of concept ourselves with the Harrison cluster of schools and a very aggressive proof of concept where uh, Synovia, the company that uh, developed the Here Comes the Bus app, likes to do a, a pilot or proof of concept for five or six buses. But I told them we have a unique situation over there at Harrison where we basically lost our bus port due to construction. Mm -hmm. And we're sharing the parking lot and the front drive with the parents and the student drivers. And so we had to get really creative in creating that bus loading and unloading 
unloading zone and then all exit the school. And we were finding inconsistent arrival and departure times because of the, the excessive traffic. Luckily, we've worked all this out. But in the meantime, we felt like this would be the worst scenario ever to try a app like this. And we're seeing great success with it. So we rolled this out with 37 buses at Harrison uh, right after the first of the year, January, that is. And we're finding that uh, it's getting uh, great reviews. All the parents like it. They can comment. We can send them. We actually sent them a survey and asked them how they're liking the app. And uh, all the parents are liking that school administration is liking it. So we have a very strong, successful proof of concept before we'd actually signed on with Synovia. But we feel like it's the best app. It's been recognized as the uh, most popular and most trusted, secure transportation app for people transportation, uh, basically a parent app of this nature. I want to emphasize again that to us, the secure login and being secure to just anyone off the street can't get access to our student information. So oh, yeah, that's, it's that's all controlled. It's all controlled by the custodial parent through the school information in the school da- uh, database. And so uh, it's a very secure, but also very uh, practical for a parent to have some assistance from the, from relatives or babysitters to also be able to assist a parent if they have other folks helping them uh, for the safety of their children. So we feel like this is the best app on the market and it's uh, actually very affordable and we feel like it's keeping up with the uh, social media and customer service for our parents. To summarize that, basically we've let the other school districts kind of work out the kinks and uh, let them lead on the bleeding edge while we do a thoughtful implementation because I'm, I'm sure there's a difference between implementing on the level of a smaller school district versus Cobb County. I mean, we're massive. It, yes, it is massive. And uh, while the parents don't understand, you know, while they get to go download an app and just have it instantly on their phone, uh, we, we've been having to add GPS black boxes. We've been having to add the equipment. We've got modal data, mobile data terminals on the buses as well and driver training. So a rollout of this magnitude had a lot of infrastructure mm-hmm. that had to be in place to roll this out successfully. As I mentioned, the Harrison cluster, uh, we have 100% participation by those 37 drivers to where all the information is accurate. I know, you know, some parents are worried that, well, what if the bus driver has to change buses? How do I know how I get that information? But it's built in there in the training with the driver to be able to transfer their login over to a new bus and we can continue about our business. That's where if it's caused a delay of 15 minutes or more, we'll push out and say, hey, parents, uh, your driver now is driving X number bus and now be looking for that bus number instead of the normal bus number. But it will show up on their app as their normal bus. So if it arrives in a different number, at least the kids won't be kind of caught off guard. It will be an accurate, updated information on delivering their students. Rick, this is some incredibly exciting uh, information. Now, what what about the, and I hate to go dark on such a cheery subject, but I tend to go dark from time to time. Um <laughs> What if there is a creepy somebody out there who wants to uh, be able to tune in to when my child's bus arrives? Yeah, there's no way they can do it unless a parent has given that person uh, access to their student uh, unique information. So it's all secure. It'd only be that parent. The custodial parent is the one that controls it. And that custodial parent can go in there and update who has access to their student records for this app. Mm -hmm. So there could be multiple people that have access to their student or their child, like a relative or even their own student. If it's like a a student, they want to have access to know when the bus is coming. I know middle schooler, middle schooler. Yes, because I have neighboring uh, 
school districts that say they get let their kids know, their their student know that the bus is coming or not coming. So this is that peace of mind again for the parents that go on to work and knowing that the, their child will be picked up. And I, th- I think a little bit earlier, you mentioned also a babysitter. If you have, uh, let's say the parent has to go on a trip out of town, you got a babysitter that's coming to meet the child at the bus stop. They too can be permitted access to be able to see when the bus arrives. That is correct. And if you, if a parent wants to jump the gun and try to get this app early, it won't show up on their, they won't see any data till we are ready to roll it out. So I know some parents have called us and I've seen it on Facebook where parents are going, hey, I downloaded the app. Why aren't I seeing my bus? Well, we haven't rolled it out to the district yet and we're hoping to do that soon. And I know uh, we'll do, announce uh, mm-hmm. publicly when that's ready, but uh, I know some parents are wanting to get it now and it will be a, a, a great product. Just just stand by and you're going you're to love it. you got to make sure it's fully cooked before you can uh, serve it up. Definitely. Uh, you mentioned the company that's providing this app is called uh, Synovus? Synovia. Synovia. Correct. Not the banking people, the other people. Right. Okay. Synovia. Synovia. Here comes the bus. So what do they have on the horizon for technology in Cobb County relating to this bus app. Yes, they, uh, that's why we chose Synovia is that we wanted to see what we could do in the future because technology gets upgraded two or three years in our in our world. So what we saw that they could do is that we can add a student ridership feature because if you if any parents of eight and under students now, we put that yellow tag on there to identify them just for yeah. the drivers. But now we could go into an RFID type tagging situation on the book bag. So when they come on the bus, they can log to say I'm on the bus and it could populate on that mobile data terminal of saying Rick Rick Grisham has come on the bus. Mm-hmm. And Rick Rick Grisham leaves the bus, that book bag crosses back over that RFID saying Rick Grisham exited the bus. So we can really get into knowing when and what students entered and exited the bus. Uh, another feature that we're going to be able to add uh, soon, it might be uh, toward the end of this school year, at first of next year, is navigation. Mm-hmm. It's basically a driver directions of the bus route. So Rick Grisham's the sub driver covering for another driver. Mm-hmm. I'll have directions verbally. The 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 Georgia Department of Ed is going to allow audible voice over directions to help a driver know where they're going and not rely on a piece of paper or another student. So they uh, don't allow that now. They 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 ha- no, they didn't allow it before, but now because of the new technology and and kind of get cut down on driver distractions. Mm-hmm. This is a really a less driver distraction on an audible driver direction. It can also include field trips. We go out of county, we go out of state, we can enter field trips on this motodabble terminal mm-hmm. and get the directions and not rely on a sponsor or a student to get me there. So you don't have this constant um, distraction on the driver uh, from their passengers and from the folks on the bus. So that navigation piece is a huge piece. Now, let me throw this at you. Why can't the driver just pull out their cell phone and go to Google Maps and have that happen. Yeah, the law states they can't have a cell phone uh, in their driver's seat while they're driving. We have that currently now. Uh-huh. So all of our push-to-talk devices that look like a cell phone, they are a push-device handset that's mounted in the bus. The drivers do not handhold, but it's basically uh, part of our communication system. And so they can't have that extra phone or a Garmin or something like that in their possession mm-hmm. while they're in the bus seat. But they can have it on this Motodavil terminal as a new kind of technology feature that Department of Ed has allowed. And it has been proof of concept in Southern County. So we mm-hmm. were waiting to see when that happens. Because when we did this project, we wanted to take care of our current need, but then down the road. Other couple of things is our field trip. Like I mentioned, we can put all of our information on these data terminals, which will include our handbook and our field trip manuals. Uh, we can also do a paperless pre-trip for our fleet maintenance. We can also put a uh, sensor on our engines and our ignitions to help track preventative maintenance on the school bus. So if uh, something's look like getting ready to go out or needs an oil change or something 
something like that, we can actually get into fleet maintenance issues that's going to help make it safer for the students. So before getting on the road. Before getting on the road. Okay. So now these are all features that we're talking about are by the, the Synovia company in development for, they're on the horizon for us in the near future. Hopefully. They offer that now. And we have chosen to wait until we can get the basic done of the of Here Comes the Bus app and our payroll and our GPS matching the rest. So all these basic infrastructures, but these are add-ons that we know down the road when we are ready and when we want to with the board approval mm-hmm. uh, and superintendent's uh, approval that we can add other additional features to make things even safer for our students. Well, that's fantastic. As a parent, I can't wait to see this uh, actually come to fruition for our kids right around here. Now, we've been listening to Rick Grisham, Executive Director for Transportation in Cobb County Schools. Rick, thank you again for stopping by. You bet. We're excited. We're ready to get this rolling. I can tell your energy level is, well, it's always through the roof, but uh, especially a little bit higher right now. Folks, be sure to watch for this announcement on Cobb's homepage. That's www.cobbk12.org, as well as a push out on social media. As soon as this thing is fully ready, we will be notifying you and probably uh, sending up some fireworks along with it. Also, spread the word that this podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play Music. If you've found these podcasts helpful or would like to suggest a topic, feel free to drop me an email. I've really enjoyed seeing them, and uh, I'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for joining us on this edition of The Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.